Good evening, Mitsuits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We're a good podcast about bad books and movies and TV and stuff. This is episode number 259. We have now done as many episodes as the amount of money in millions of dollars that gay marriage added to the New York economy in its first year. Hey, how's it going, guys? Yeah, it turns out it's really easy to make decisions if you just take morality out of them. <laughs> so I've been telling everyone. Financial, the right decision is very easy. <laughs> when will they legalize shark fights? It's <laughs> a lot sure. of money in shark fights. I'm not sure shark fights are illegal. How does that? What's the law that involves shark fights? I mean, I think it's a lot like the laws involving dog fighting. Yeah. Not supposed to. Well, but you're not. I mean, I would have assumed that you just wouldn't, and so they wouldn't. Well, I think have it's to write that it's about it. it's about shark uh, husbandry that's illegal, and so it's really oh. tough to. Oh, that's the, how they get you. It's a backdoor yeah, law. Once yeah, yeah, you, right. You can if have you bring fight. your own shark. You're fine. <laughs> but if you try to breed them, then you need a license. Yeah, it's, it's all about catch. Thanks, and Obama. <laughs> It's all about catch and then fight and, and then release mm, with yeah. the sharks. Also, wouldn't sharks be mostly like maritime fishing laws? Wouldn't it be? Oh, all bets are off with maritime law. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you could go into international waters and then you could make whatever you want fight each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of things that are surprisingly profitable, this week we're talking about Robin Hood, the 2010 Russell Crowe reimagination of the classic Disney movie about foxes. Oh, uh, yeah. My, uh, Sarah thought we were watching this and got really, really disappointed as soon as we oh, turned it on. Oh, yeah. Her, I think her first line was, this version doesn't have nearly enough oodalollies. No oodalollies, no. not a single one. And you're supposed to do it all the day. <laughs> How can yeah. you do, do it all the day if you never start? Yeah. It's tough. Uh, yeah, and instead of, like, delightfully annoying the prince by having your arrows split each other, arrows just go through people's necks and stuff? Yeah. yeah. Like, hardly ever. <laughs> a couple times. There was not enough arrows for someone who's legendarily an archer. There was not enough arching. Yeah, he was legendarily uh, trying to bang this dude's widow. That was. Yeah, I think he was legendarily, like, settling minor land disputes. <laughs> Uh, we'll of writing like it, a, 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 a the Magna Carta, yeah. legendarily, I mean, legendarily thing. I mean, I think your <laughs> problem is you're trying to think of this in terms of the legend, which this movie was not super interested in. That's true. It was like, I what was if we took these names in terms and, of foxes? <laughs> what if we took these names and put them on totally different characters? Yeah, it's sort of like the opposite of a generic version, where it's like they had the branding in place, but they just decided to empty out everything else. Yeah, which you would never do if it was expensive, but because it's in the uh, public domain, they were like, screw it. Mm, these yeah, are good, decent names. Want. Let's yeah. just use these. <laughs> Robin Hood opens up a pizza joint. <laughs> yeah. Robin Hood. Two Prince arrows, of a Marion, and a pizza joint. <laughs> Robin Hood, men, uh, uh, Prince of Cheese. Mm, ooh, ooh, that's really good. This episode is sponsored by audiblepodcast.com slash read and weep. If you go to that address center for a trial membership, you can get an audiobook of your choice for free and you support our show, which is a pretty slick thing for you to do. You probably feel real good about yourself if you did that. It's like, uh, you know, taking a gift from the rich and giving to us. Yeah. Yeah. You receive from the rich and also give to the, uh, well, you know, middle class. Lower middle. Middle middle? I don't know. Well, or dead middle. <laughs> it probably that. varies from person to person on the show. Well, give to the podcast. Let's agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You accept free things from the pot from the rich and give to the podcast. That's the classic. 
Well, it's it's public uh, public domain. Yeah, so yeah, that's what Robin Hood was actually about. <laughs> yeah, that's the historical Robin Hood. <laughs> also, this week's episode, more importantly, is sponsored by Nathan from Durham in the UK. Uh, he says this quote: "I love the actors and the director and the source material and the photography. So, how did it all turn out bad?" Please explain to me so I can stop thinking about this film. I, IMDb yeah, had the answer for this. That's such a great assessment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, I, a, it's, it's a great question. The, the, I, this is this is. I guess I, I can do a, a quick spoiler. I guess IMDb had the answer in the trivia section. Uh, Use the the phrase um, rewrites while shooting. Ooh, that's no! not a good word. Never a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> for shame. With Tom yeah, Stopper but... doing some of the rewrites. Well, there were like Tom Stoppard, That dude does rewrites in his sleep. <laughs> there were so <laughs> many rewrites. Last Crusade. I don't, I don't know that person. Oh, he's a really good playwright, but oh. uh, you might know him from Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade as oh. well, which is one of his best unscript, uncredited rewrites. Apparently, he did some plays. dialogue edits, uh, like some like love scene like rewrites for um, Attack of the Clones for Star Wars uh, Episode Two. So, oh, oh, we saw how well that went. Not yeah. enough, I guess. I'm glad they made money off it, but not enough, Tom. Did he do that sand line? Maybe. Maybe that was Tom Stoppard. Tom Stoppard had an issue with some sand being worse than other sand. I hate sand. (laughs) Gets everywhere. Actually, there's a... uh, Nathan Nathan from Durham also made another great point. It's a little longer, but I want to read it anyway because it's really good. As a British person, it seems kind of crazy. It seems kind of like they realized it would have to sell in America and replace the main point of Robin Hood, socialist class struggle, with some kind of founding father of democracy bull. Uh, and it's like making a Batman movie, but replacing all the vigilante themes uh, with a film where Batman is an inventor and a philanthropist. <laughs> or a pizza owner, in our mm. case. I'd be fine with that. Two Batmans yeah. in a pizza place? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's, man. he's public domain, right? <laughs> so good. Where's the pepperoni? <laughs> Sauce to me. <laughs> I was working on it, Chris. Good job. Yeah, I couldn't get the bat off my shoulders. <laughs> also, Nathan just had a baby, so congrats, Nate. Oh, congrats, uh, if you want to force us to watch any movie of your choice and investigate how it went so wrong uh, and don't have the time to go to the IMDb trivia, uh, for, uh, just answer the question for you. I mean, usually the answer is red rewrites while shooting. That's a Sometimes it's also insurance company took it over. <laughs> yeah. Or I made a lot of money in uh, selling like leather jackets and I shouldn't have been trusted with that money. <laughs> Those are both good. Uh, also, sometimes... Uh, we used people from prison as our actors, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's uh, uh, sometimes sometimes it's just uh, nobody told me no, and they should have. Yeah, that happens a lot. I was going to say something better than that, and I forgot what it was mid sentence. It's all right. have added the other one. You got the bat. Mm. You got the bat off your shoulders. I did. So <laughs> we get a miss. Struck out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if you want to force us to do any of that, if you want, you can go to readdeshweep.com, sign up on the mailing list, and you will be the first one notified when we have more episodes available. And uh, just a quick shout-out to our Australian listeners. We're going to figure out a way that it's possible for you to be involved in this, too, because it's not fair that it was at 4 in the morning last time. Yeah, we got it. we'll work on this time zone thing. Yeah, we're going to fix the planet so that everyone can sponsor at the same time. Make it flat. Ooh. Yep. Unroll it. I think that's what Robin Hood was doing in this movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure we'll, <laughs> you think? we'll be picking up his work. I mean, he might as well have been. Fill in the blank. <laughs> Robin Hood. Uh, yeah, Earth Pounder. Yeah, I think if you, if you ride your horse around the earth fast enough, it changes. It goes back in time. Is that how that works? Yeah, yeah. That's what Superman yeah. did. That's what he did. Uh, and then he opened a pizza place. Uh, well, let me introduce you to your panel. I'm Alex. I'm your host. Alex Wait, Falcone. Superman versus Batman, the pizza place. Yes. Oh, rival pizza joints. One is New York style. One is Napoleon. What do you do? 
<laughs> just straight or, up Napoleon. Not yeah, sorry, Neapolitan New York style. Pizza. I like Napoleon. The other pizza is Napoleon. <laughs> Napoleon style pizza. Yeah, doesn't handle Napoleon well. is what I meant to say. Or Neapolitan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, one of them is. Oh, I think it should just be New York style and deep dish across the street from each other in a, a neutral territory like Austin. Hmm. I'd watch that. Yeah. Yeah. Austin. I hear the pizza is not great there. I'm sure it's not. Prove me wrong, listeners. The, the Portland of Texas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also joining us today... Oh, did I say? At Alex underscore Falcon. Also joining us today, he's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter in Brooklyn, New York. Is Mr. Chris Smith. Hi, I'm Brian Helglin, the writer of this movie. You know Robin Hood, but what if Robin Hood, that lovable scamp, was also mostly like Braveheart? <laughs> oh, that's true. I do like Braveheart. Yeah, so does Brian Helgeland. He was just decided to rewrite Braveheart, but then say, well, what if it was Robin Hood? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also joining us today from Northern California, it's Mr. Ezra Fox. <laughs> All right, Alex. I might be little John, but let me assure you that I am entirely proportional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love Little John in Robin Hood Men in Tights, by the way. I love all like, the yes. Little Johns. But don't Except let the name fool you. In real life, I'm very big. I mean, <laughs> I true is that Little John in in the Disney one is basically just Baloo, right? Same voice, oh. yeah. Oh, yeah. Even uh, more so. And like same animation template because that was when Disney was in their money saving zone. <laughs> yeah, still fantastic. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Little well, Did Disney just have a baby? Why was it conserving money then? Yeah. It just had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> you nailed it the first time, Alex. Good job. Good. Also joining us today, she's at Sarah Hathaway on Twitter in Chicago, Illinois. It's Sarah Hathaway. King Phillips ass! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that what we were trying to shoot at? I forgot what, that I for- was their battle cry yeah. at the very beginning of the movie when they're like, let's sack this one last castle that we have to. For reasons. But they yeah. yelled that before they went in, and I liked that. It was nice. Yeah, yeah that's some like, chance. Why not, why not shit talk a little before you run in? And mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know how they were... I don't understand how they were planning on doing it. It I mean, didn't go well. He was famously known as King Philip the Lion Asked. So, <laughs> it's a reasonable thing. That would be a, a really, really brave ass. Brave ass? Yeah. Why would we have not just done brave ass? Oh my that's God. the porn parody of Braveheart. <laughs> yeah. Best part of that was Ezra's face when he realized that he was naming another movie. Hold on, movie. hold on. Brave so fart. Happy. Wait up. No, brave fart. I fucked it up. Uh, Sorry. That's, that's not brave good. Fart. Brave fart. It was better when it that's was... That's the Mad Magazine parody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right. This ain't Braveheart would actually be the real porn parody right now, because that's all they do anymore. Mm, that's lazy. That's it's lazy, guys. Lazy. They need to hire I'm, some writers. Well, but then they cast really accurate doubles, so that's where they're not lazy. They put oh, all their money into the doubles. But they're all just, they all look like Baloo, is the thing. So there's all the Baloo yeah. walk cycles. They just had a baby, they're saving money. Yeah. So My name's Little John, but in real life, I'm a scary-ass bear. <laughs> <laughs> they cast a real bear. <laughs> to save money. Uh, and then they have to film the whole thing in international waters so that it's legal. Yeah. Bear fights. With the bear. Yeah, because of bear husbandry rules. Yeah. <laughs> just, just callbacks on callbacks on callbacks. All right, right at moving. the beginning of the show. Yeah, okay. Chris, time to summarize. Today, I would oh, like you to summarize in God. the style of Friar Tuck, legendary beekeeper of Nottingham. 
God! And occasional badger. Yeah. Occasional badger, but uh, constant drunk, which is why I like Friar Todd. I like everything about him. I like the bees. <laughs> I didn't hate it. That was the bees are my life, and my life is my bees. Also, it keeps me from being allergic to local flowers. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Also, it kills a lot of Nicolas Cage's. Yeah. <laughs> ah, the bees! No, not Friar the bees! Friar Tuck's bees! <laughs> okay, and there actually is a bee singing scene in there this. There is a great bee We can talk scene. about that later. Yeah, um, so I'm, I'm not going to try to do a voice or an accent or anything at this point, but... Um, like Russell Crowe. <laughs> yeah, just like Russell, Russell Crowe, which not is fantastic. Try. Yeah. <laughs> if you so, could do uh, a variety of accents during this, that would be very Russell Crowe-y. Oh, okay. So, uh... Time was, Richard the Lionheart is returning from the Crusades to take back the English throne from his shitty little brother John, who was keeping the sea warm for him while he was away, killing Muslims. That was the, yeah. uh, that was the southern... That was my foghorn leghorn? Yeah, that was my foghorn Basically, it was Allendale, right? It was basically the, the, the rooster, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. sure. He Pretty was much. foghorn leghorn. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Richard is a fabulous warrior king, and he's loved by all, and when he gets back to the throne, England's going to be strong again, and everything's going to be great. And unfortunately, during one last raid of a French castle, just for <laughs> one, kicks... One raid from retirement, guys. It's always, yeah. it's always that one he last raid. He was getting raid. too old for this shit. Um, <laughs> he, he, gets, he gets shot through the neck by a French cook. <laughs> that was um, the best part. The neck. Okay, good. To dive in. All right, during the raid, the cook comes up and he's oh like, God. hey guys, soup's on. Time for lunch. And like then some guy gets shot. He's like, oh, I better pick up this crossbow. And just shoots the king. He's like, hey, guys, I shot the king. <laughs> I want to spin off of him. That chef. Yeah, that guy was, yeah. He was like a cook's assistant who happened to luck himself into killing a king. Wow. Um, yeah, so the king is now. It's, it goes back to what I always said. Everyone has one chance to kill a king. <laughs> so you got to take it when it's given to you. Do not yeah, miss your chance to blow. Shoot. Yeah. <laughs> Soup is a cooking. Time to kill the king. <laughs> it doesn't rhyme, but it still is important advice. Yeah, yeah it in, French, in French. I... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, the king is dead, and then uh, Robin. Long live the king. Long stride. Yes, uh, long live the king. Now John is the rightful king, but he's back in England, and the crown is in France. So uh, Robin. Uh, Longstride is is an archer in King Richard's army, and he's a leader of men and a consummate professional and kind of stone-faced, not giving a fuck, uh, you know, Maximus from Gladiator with a bow and arrow instead of a sword and slightly mm-hmm. lower status in the army. But that's, like, basically the same character. Um, and then after uh, the king dies, Robin and a few of the buddy, his buddies, his merry men, say, fuck this, and just leave the army to just go home because they're already almost home anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and while they're, like, headed back, uh, to like try to get back to England, they stumble upon Godfrey. This, this is where it uh, starts to get convoluted. It oh, uh, it starts. I... Oh my god! <laughs> Let me just explain that the 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 core plot of this movie involves medieval politics, but because it's really hard to focus on, and because all the you know like word travels really slowly mm-hmm. in in medieval times, um, they distract you a lot. And and so one of the distractions is Godfrey, who's this bald headed. Knight, who is betraying England to team up with France to get France on the throne of England, because they know that John on the throne is not very strong. Everybody's tired from the Crusades; they're pooped. Why doesn't France just go over and take over England? Right? Have cool. you guys ever played like a a, a role playing game where there's just, just there's a shit ton of side quests and it just kind of complicates yeah. the whole main story? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
So this is a lot of yeah. fetch missions, basically. Yeah, and you're not sure if you're having fun anymore, but you just have to keep rolling dice. Mm. Yeah. At this point, you're like, I wish we just played the simple version without all the expansions. Yeah. 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 Um, but so they discover Godfrey, and they know he's a bad guy, but um, they can't kill him yet because he has to go away and be the bad guy for the rest of the movie. But they can't um, wound him, so we know that he's scarred. Yeah, that's right. He, yeah, you they can can't hit make him. him look scary. Kind yeah, of like the Joker. They, yeah, yeah, yeah he's they got... give him a graze with an arrow across the mouth, and so he's got that scar where he really hates Robin Hood for doing that. And then, yeah. Anyway, um, for, they also <laughs> find this... Part... It seems weird to hate Robin Hood for missing your face. Like, if Well, I mean, I think you hate him for aiming at your face in the first place. Yeah, but it's the only time he's missed the whole movie. Coincidence? Mm, oh, he's like, I could have hit you. Yeah, yeah. I love, I love like you. Godfrey. Like when they nailed the Robin Hood as a Whoa. criminal. So wait, this is Keanu Reeves and Patrick Swayze in Point Yeah, Break, yeah. Just, and Godfrey arrow, is Patrick Swayze. Yeah, over in time. Yeah. Did you guys like, miss the part where they're all wearing Nixon masks? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> really important. Robin is merry men. Rob Banks and Surf. Yeah. yeah. Godfrey, I am a archer. I know, man. Ain't it cool? Yeah. <laughs> Little so uh, it's time to when, rock when roll. they also they're still in France, they find this this knight Robert of Loxley, who is carrying uh, the crown back to England. He was an important dude, and then Robert's dying uh, because Godfrey stabbed him in the neck or whatever. There's a lot of neck things. Yeah, there's so uh, many neck, neck stabs. Wearing armor, but no neck armor. Yeah, yeah. More was it uh, chainmail? Coifs? What, what's the cowls? Yeah, more mail. cowls. Yeah. Okay. Neck cowls. Totally mm. unbecowled Robert tells Robin, here, you got to take this crown back to the king. That's fine. And, he, and you got to take my sword, my family sword, back to my dad up in Nottingham. <laughs> and, and he's like, dude, I just met you. That's like, you gave me two things to do. That's like, yeah. two quests. Not even yeah. friends. Robin's just like a totally good dude. And he's, you know what? I've got a primary quest. I got a side quest. <laughs> I've got my party. I've got the uh, his merry men. He's got Little John, Alan Dale, and Will Scarlet, who are strong one, music one, and other one. Yeah, we also lost Jimmy, who was like, like liability one. <laughs> oh yeah, Jimmy. Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy, oh, Jimmy was like they might as well have named him Red Shirt. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as they Rookie. introduced him, I was like, bye. Yeah. <laughs> hey, this is our other friend, Expendable Jimmy. Yeah. He'll be hanging so out Robin, with us for a little while. Yeah. So all the merry men, besides dead Jimmy, um, <laughs> they put on put on knight's fancy clothes and they go to like do their little quests. And then when he gets to Nottingham to deliver this sword. Um, he goes to, like, the dude's dad, Mr. Loxley, and he hands him the sword, and the guy with, the old guy with the sword, who's Max von Sydow, says, like, you know, I know you're not my son, and I'm really sad my son's dead, but for tax reasons, could you <laughs> stick around and pretend to be yeah. Robert of Loxley and pretend to be married to Marion? Uh, who's Kate Blanchett, who has been this war widow. And because for, this is know. a pre-Facebook, everyone's like, well, you look enough like Robert. It's, I, ten years ago was like a while, so I have no idea what anyone will look like. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, and Robert, no you have gotten There's no corrective lenses. Mm, that's right. right. It's true. It's just a manly shape. <laughs> yeah. Man shape. Yeah, because everybody's just like very fuzzy on the details. <laughs> yeah. That's their man shape. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, Marion is sassy and headstrong. Uh, but, and so they get to know each other. They save a ram from a puddle of mud together, you know. Sexily. Yeah, yeah kind of. Sexy mud. You get to see her ankles and a little bit of calf, and that's like everybody, because it's the Middle Ages, is like, woo hoo hoo Lady shape. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> Lady Shane. Just when I need yeah. to head to this man shape later. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Um, so uh, the other thing I mentioned, so King John is on the throne. He's now the rightful king of England because his older brother died. He is shitty. He's awful. And he's, like, taxing the people a ton and, like, collecting all this money because everybody's broke from the Crusades. And, uh, you know, basically he has these, party, these like, armed men running around collecting money or killing people, whichever comes to their fancy They do fancy not care. First. They do not care which yeah. it is. Yeah. So basically, England is a terrible place to be, and there are these French coming. So it's a really uh, tough thing when you're a crappy king to get an army together. And so he needs to get all his people together, and he's a bad leader. So eventually, Robin and all the sensible heads gather the armies together by ma- by making the king promise that there will be justice in a, in a contract. Eventually, it's called the Magna Carta. Um, but, uh, Wait, so, so, so there's this fight- great moment where the king, they're like, all right, we're going to fight alongside you, but king, you got to promise us. Seriously. You got to promise us justice Pinky and every swear. man's house is his, his castle and all these like, basically like liberty type yeah. themes. Yeah. yeah. Didn't really make sense for the time. Bill of rights-esque for our American listeners. So it was basically just like, hey, we want to be able to, um, like die of like cholera before we die of starvation. <laughs> That's, that's yeah. We want to be able to to shoot that one deer that's in the forest that you, for some reason, called look, dibs on. Look, I'm really yeah. hungry. I'm going to die in a couple weeks anyway. It's just, please don't shorten my life by another couple of days by not letting me kill this deer. Yeah, it was really, really modest. Modest yeah. goals. But, but, a modest so the, proposal. It's this great moment where uh, King John the douche-hearted is like, yeah... <laughs> I totally promise you guys that, and it like cuts really close on him, and he's like, "Yeah, I, I swear." But he's so I guess. shitty. He's like a cartoon villain. There's he no, looks like, yeah. I mean, there's no point unfair. where you think maybe he's gonna keep this promise. <laughs> yeah, it, it's unfair to I think to the singer formerly known as Prince, but he kind of does has Prince facial hair, which does not help him. He does. That's you know? true. It's kind of a yeah, little. It's Oscar Isaac's, but I almost didn't recognize him. What has he been in that we might know him? Uh, Inside Lewin Davis. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. He's Lewin Davis. Like, dude's a great actor and usually quite sympathetic. Yeah, he but is you, not in this movie. Nobody with that facial hair can be. Hmm. Except Prince. I know. Yeah. Or that much guy liner. Oh, a lot of guy liner. Evil, uh, evil guy liner. Yeah. So then the good guys, the English, banded together under Robin and his, uh, his theme of justice and freedom and liberty. <laughs> Um, are going to fight the invading French, led by bald dude with a facial scar. Mm-hmm. And they win, and England is saved. But then, at the very end, of course, King John doesn't keep his promise, and Robin becomes an outlaw, and has to live in the forest, and then you get the legend AKA of Robin Hood! The Hood. The yeah. Hood. He has to live in, yeah. And Robin so he the becomes hood. the Robin Hood that we all know from stories, eventually. But, you know... Who would have suspected the origins of Robin Hood were so not fun? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's the movie. Mary. Yeah. 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 Mar- it's just like Little John. It's- Merry Men is also ironic. Yes. It's like yeah. Yeah, it's- Robin Mary Hood and his bunch of downers. I think they got black out. Like, they made Mary by, like, having a ton of sex. <laughs> 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 Which I guess, like, you know, is one way to do it. I mean, but... that, that's how I, yeah. That's, that's, I mean, that's it. the reason is why they're doing it, though. Yeah, it checks out, yeah. Yeah, they're, because they're dying of cholera and ringworm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, and I guess they were just gone for ten years and probably 
didn't feel entirely comfortable about some of their interactions in the crusade. <laughs> I, I don't feel great about all this. I, I had some off days. I'll be the first yeah, to admit it. Shaky gonna... veterans with PTSD. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna kill some brain cells so I don't have those specific memories anymore. <laughs> Checks out. Checks out. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, so so that's kind of the thing. Are we good? Yeah. yeah I think to... that's the whole thing. Yeah. It just it ends with and now we have this story and then there's no sequels because it wasn't that good. Yeah. Although it seems surprising to me, that Robin no Hood to the streets. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> all in. Robin Hood yeah. 3D. It's time for the compliment now. It's our compliment sandwich. We start and end every discussion with a compliment. Sarah, as the guest, you have the first, the right to go first or last in the opening compliment. Which do you prefer? Um, I'd like to go first. I would like that also. Please take it away. So, Mister of Loxley. Mm-hmm. Uh, has Sir of Loxley. Sir of Loxley, sorry. Sir, has Sir Max this, von Sydow. Uh, yeah, Sir Max von of Loxley has this part where he says, it's so great that you're here to Russell Crowe. He's like, I feel so reinvigorated. I woke up this morning with a tumescent glow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which he had a boner. Morning wood. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, tumescent glow. <laughs> He's got in, to be dot, the dot, best. in my dong. In my, in my <laughs> yeah. dong is where I had the glow. Yeah. It's great. It's, I mean, that's like a very classy way to describe your boner. <laughs> it's, yeah, we're boner totally the opposite of that. Yeah, and it's just you know I'm gonna I'm gonna try to work that phrase into my conversation. Like, man, do you see that crazy guy on the train? He had a tumescent glow. <laughs> Taking a ah. tumescent glow and shaking it at people. Yeah. Yeah. Someone might. I'm rub podcasting it. with a tumescent glow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's standard <laughs> operating procedure here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Part of the bylaws. What? <laughs> now, I, the, yeah, I, tumescent. I find glow to be a little strange. I feel like uh, yeah, tumescent makes sense. Yeah, it's the glow. It's a little weird. I don't say like uh, if they gave me a large instead of a small. My coffee has additional glow. I don't know. It feels like girthiness and glow are unrelated. It's more like yeah. I Although a, you gotta you gotta understand back then, most people over the age of forty had cataracts. Mm. So maybe he's just like seeing some weird. You know, fuzzy shapes. I woke up this morning with a man shape in my bed. <laughs> yeah, a tumescent shape. Man, this is it's such a. I mean, that's why they call it the Dark Ages. But this is a. You guys are painting a nasty picture of this. What with all of the. I, I, uh, think, I don't want to live cataracts. in the Dark Ages, guys. No. Nope. Not fun. Actually, that no, sort of you. that sort of does tie into my major compliment, which is that I thought. Uh, as Nathan mentioned in the photography, I thought it was like visually the production design of this movie was really great, including that like dark ages feeling of like dirty unpleasantness. Mm-hmm. Unshowered, yes. wouldn't want to live in it. Yeah, I got that. Although feeling. men were men, you know. Yeah, yeah, but they still were able to tell each other they stank once. They Occasionally, were old. women were men also. <laughs> that, yeah. Like that one time, Kate Blanchett. Like um, this actually goes into my compliment. Oh, okay, um, great. I was just uh, just uh, to finish up. I'll get to that in a second. Uh, mm-hmm. I just wanted to say that uh, getting the feel that I do do not want to live in the Middle Ages is like I think the best thing that a movie about the Middle Ages can do. <laughs> and the best moment of that in the production design was when they had finished feasting and they were all hanging out and there were just mice on the table eating the leftover feast. And I was like, this is the worst time. I don't want to be here. Yeah. Pass. It would be cute if they weren't full of plague. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not like Ratatouille. Yeah, <laughs> if, they, if they were all Ratatouilleing around, if they were driving somebody with a mustache or whatever he did. Oh my God, guys! There's the French cook. All right, he was controlled <laughs> oh, by was one he of the mice. Being Ratatouilleed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, being Ratatouilleed around, couldn't control himself. Yeah. That's why he shot the king. 
Might just try to act pepper. Not full of plague. That's a good point too. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, that, that reminded you as. Oh yeah, yeah. So so we were saying like you know, men were men, but also that one time women were men as well. So right. sometimes uh, kid- kids were men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Everyone was men. Uh, we only had men at, at that point. We hadn't developed anything else yet. Um, mm. But uh, Kate Blanchett, uh, you know, because you know, in addition to being like uh, you know a lady, is also uh, uh, pretty much a badass. You know, as as much yeah. as they let her be when they remember that she's in the movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, and so she uh, you know puts on like a full helm and like goes to battle and. Um, this is a compliment, I guess, for really the tolerance uh, of the times, which kind of surprised me because, like, basically, like she like almost drowns, uh, you know, while she's like, uh, you know, uh, kicking ass, and then like, you know, she gets like saved and resuscitated by uh, Robin Hood in mid battle. Like he's like basically making out with her. No one else knows that that's Kate Blanchett under there. They just think that Robin Hood's kissing a dude, and they're all totally cool with it. Oh yeah! Wow! I hadn't noticed that when they're down. Yeah. Yeah, they're just like, oh. thought that they still thought she was a dude. Yeah, is the helm still on? So it was like, oh, wow. They, like, Robin Hood loves that dude. It's good for Robin Hood. It was really yeah. sweet. Yeah. Also, you know, it's it's a war. So what happens in war stays in war. <laughs> right? <laughs> this guy wants to make out with a dude right now. Whatever he needs to do, he's our king. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, surprisingly tolerant. Like, yeah, mice great, are not great, but you know, everyone's getting ratted point. to <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's getting ratted to it by everything, but uh, but you can kiss whoever you want. It's cool. I mean, we're gonna play a game later where maybe the answer is I just want everyone to be controlled by mice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, can I uh, can I do my compliment? I think that would be the one that is left. Yeah, perfect. All right, great. Um, so mine's sort of related to to Kate Blanchett is that in in these times, how women were these regarded tough economic times. Mm. Yeah, thanks, Obama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, no, not Obama really. the Lionheart. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it, they do these things that are like kind of period appropriate, where like you know they show Kate Blanch when Robin first sees Kate Blanchett and she's like stooped over washing something. The the camera like checks her butt out a little bit, but it's really? through many many layers of clothing. Yeah, <laughs> so Just checks out and her then other times. Yeah, where oh, like Robin gets this twinkle in his eye and he's checking her out, and what he's checking out is the barest visible portion of ankle because she's washing her feet. And like, just medieval people were so funny because they had so little yeah, to so check out. So easily embarrassed. Yeah, yeah. It's like that is a nice. Uh, I don't know. I want to say thigh. I, I really don't know what I'm looking at here. <laughs> is that your vagina, man? <laughs> Which part is the part? Well, it's like the sheriff of Nottingham. Like after they they've uh, rescued that ram, he like rides up and he's like, "I saw some leg." <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go beat it to that. Yeah. Yeah. He had a glow after seeing yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And lower like, calf. And the the mouse on his head just like furiously like just pulling on hair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's jump into our hate segment. Let's uh let's all be haters of Nottingham. Uh, who not big role in this movie? Apparently, in the first draft, it was mostly about him, and now he's barely in it. Um, there's a crazy thing. Uh, well, all right, I guess I'll, I'll hate this to start. So, from IMDb, it says mm-hmm. that in the original draft, um, so originally Russell Crowe was set to play both Robin Hood and the Sheriff of Nottingham. The what idea the was hell? dropped. 
So I just I'm hating what? I guess on these choices that you like left a much crazier like nonsensical movie like on the cutting room floor. Well, yeah, I don't know if that I mean, sounds like this, comedy. But what I read was that he's playing the he's playing Robin Hood, Sheriff of Nottingham, and all of the clumps. So yeah. <laughs> it's hard to tell. Yeah, that makeup job is really good. It's it's really good makeup is the key to that. That's fun. I I think that's a good uh, leaving a crazier movie. Th- this movie is such a weird pile of movie. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Can I hate on something specific about it? Yeah, what yeah. a great idea. At- Oh, thank you. Is that what we're doing now? Yeah, that's the, the show? game we're playing. Yeah, yeah. Go to it. You got the knack. <laughs> At the beginning of the movie, um, King Ratchet John, <laughs> as I started calling him in my mind, uh-huh. says, uh, Richard is super old. He's going to die soon. He's like 40. And then I yelled at my computer. <laughs> Have you seen Russell Crowe? Yeah. Like, everyone in this movie was so old, and I know it was because they had been fighting for, like, ten years. Yeah, Cro- but, like, Russell yeah. Crowe is playing a 15-year-old like... in this movie. They were, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This was a hard 15. 15 crusade years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it was like, everyone was unbelievably old, like, like at least, because they're not actually old in terms of our lifespan now, but in terms of the lifespan then, like, everyone in this movie is well into their 40s on the young end, and that's, like... So old, and then Max von Sydow. He said he was 84 in the movie. Well, I just yeah. want to. Like, I just want to complicate that a little bit, which is a thing I recently heard, which is that our notion of how old people got back then is based on the average lifespan. But that was mm. hugely thrown off by the fact that 90 percent of kids died in yeah, everyone died at age zero. Yeah, yeah. So oh. all of the kids not making it out of the ones that really is, they really tank the average. Is what you're they saying? tank the average. Yeah, yeah. So like median uh, age might be a little higher than than like 35 okay. or whatever we thought. So but people like, are actually not. So... It's it's not as drastically different. Do they still age like like they got hit in the face with bricks? So like the crusade, man. It was a tough time for everybody. <laughs> he got that brick face. And, but it was just like Robin found, it took a really long time to find his life's calling. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah. It turned, which it I think is just reading things his dad wrote, but like really intensely. Yeah, he didn't figure out I don't know. That, also, the, how weird is that legend of Robin Hood, which is like, no no, your dad he was a he he was a stonemason. But with, like, political ideas, I guess, is what I'm getting at. I don't... Yeah, it's just, yeah. The, it's just the weirdest oh, jumble. Because, like, okay, so on the first hand, it's, like, this, like, case of mistaken identity thing where it's, like, he's this, like, like scallywag um, and, like, trying to become this actual knight. It's just, like, oh, yeah. it turns out I actually know you and you're from this, like, like honorable, like, the one messiah lineage. Uh, as of masons. Were. Yeah, of masons. The mason messiah. God bless. <sighs> messiah? Yep. Mm. Yeah. I, I guess that's what's so frustrating to me is that there's actually some stuff about it that was like the mistaken identity stuff was kind of fun and it's mm-hmm. so well shot and like the action is some of the action scenes pretty decent and Russell Crowe playing himself is great playing yeah. Brickface uh, I'm angry about stuff <laughs> and God, it's great you know it only took 17 minutes into the movie for one character to tell Russell Crowe's character to speak up and enunciate <laughs> <laughs> use your outside voice Russell Crowe because <laughs> he's just like I think we need to kill the French. What? What? What was that? What? Yeah, act. Could you act louder, please? <laughs> yeah. But like, even when so most We're of outside. the comic relief, most of the comic relief they smartly gave to the merry men. Oh, uh, yes. Um, which is debatable. But anytime they tried to show like Robin is just a lighthearted scallywag, as we were calling him, no, it Russell Crowe so isn't like, fun. No, like they were having him play the shell game. Like yes. he was trying to fool all these people, but he was like. 
these these cups have a secret. It was like these cups had killed his whole family. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was like the, the subtext of that scene. I forgot was like about the dark and haunted money thing. thing. Yeah. Man, yeah, it's yeah. like they were trying to show that he had this like impish spirit within him. But also, like he's like the one guy who's not cheating at three card Monty or something. What's yeah. the point of that? Yeah, he's yeah. also bad at it. Yeah. Sorry, you mean one P Monty? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's one P under three cups. Yeah, yeah, classic yeah. classic hustle. And we're for some reason supposed to believe that he wasn't cheating, or that he's cheating so well that the big guy didn't, and then he got in a fight, and then yeah, so he just... takes the fall for the big guy. Yeah. Also, that's my favorite part of the Robin Hood legend is that Robin Hood and Little John meet and have like a slap fight in a river, and that takes yeah. that away too. <laughs> is that your yeah. slash fiction? <laughs> yeah, my slash fiction is that they have a spank fight in a river. <laughs> it ain't Robin Hood. <laughs> they gave each other two messing clothes over and over. Yeah, yeah. And, and as far as everyone else was concerned, they did it during the battle because no one cared. And they, yeah, they were cool with it. Totally, totally fine. cool with it. I. I really like the Foxes version of this movie, and uh, I so I was a little sad because the the Foxes don't murder as many people. No, right? <laughs> they just the confuse the rhinos. Really, is all they really yeah, 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 they confuse they... them a lot, and then they put some of the rabbits in chains for a little bit. Oh, that was sad. Oh, that's true. Oh God, heartbreaking. Chains, yeah, it was his birthday that too. Old rabbit. But now remember the fat rhinos getting all caught up in the flags and then falling <laughs> over. Oh, oh, that's that great. I, I remember I love Sir Hiss getting drunk. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And Titus is not... Oh, man. it was That was my best thing, was trying to figure out just, like, which one was Sir Hiss, and I guess it was like uh, the bald guy sweet. with the scar. But yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was Mark Strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah? I don't know. There were so much more fun versions of Robin Hood. I mean, I love the Disney version. I love Robin Hood Men in Tights. Mm. I just saw the Doctor Who Robin Hood that they did uh, a week ago as of this recording time, and... They were just laughing maniacally the entire time. Like, everybody was just, you know, having a great time. And in this movie, no one has any fucking fun. No. I mean, like, oh. it may be accurate to the times, because we've, as we've said, medieval times are not fun. Not no. a super but, fun time. Like, not known Robin as, like, Hood's a banging time to hang out. Yeah, but he's a trickster. And this Robin Hood is just like a, I guess we have to kill everyone now. I would yeah, actually... Gritty I mean, realizes it has a time and place, right? Hmm. But I feel yeah. like after... Like, not everything needs to have that treatment in order to, like, make it interesting to a contemporary audience. And Robin Hood in particular is, like, a camp figure. There's, like, mm. what's the point of doing a Robin Hood story if it's not fun? Well, actually, I, yeah. this, this kind of makes me think. Like, so yeah, there's kind of a tendency in some of these reboots to have, like, this uh, darker and grittier version um, uh, of, like, these really light characters. I'd love to, like, yeah. brainstorm. What, like, dark, gritty character would you love to have, like, a, a light, campy reboot of? Ooh. I don't. Okay, I I like this game, but I just want to say for the record that I don't think you can unring that bell. It feels it feels like an inevitable march towards darkness, and no one's gonna make a camp like no one's gonna make a campy Batman now. You can't do it. I, feel I like want. Okay, guys, guys. But what about like I don't know, say like Jason Voorhees, but like has to like you know work at like a sandwich shop. Where he's like cutting up like meat. Just yeah, like, he's like splattering the tomatoes everywhere. Yeah, right. He just like his first job. You know, like first real job, trying to go straight, and it's just it's just, it's just comically difficult for him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How about any of the like Twilight vampires, in just, just like a like a buddy comedy, like a road trip comedy? I would, oh, oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, that yeah would the be guy fun. who like touches things and like knows stuff. 
The, yeah, just him. And Alice is just seeing stuff coming uh, up ahead on the road. Yeah, like the traffic blocks, and they're like bickering over what type of snack they want to eat. Yeah, yeah, right. Like they're like arguing, like you know, like well, Wayne says we can go ahead. It's like, well, I can see the future. If we go ahead, this is what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, but this is tech. I mean, this technology knows, like, right? They got satellites everywhere. <laughs> That'd be fun. I, I don't know. I, I, I think that. Uh, that the uh, the thing about this that was so intense for me was all the fighting, right? It was really gnarly. Uh, so I'm yeah. trying to, I'm trying to imagine somebody having a really f- like like a fun gladiator, like a something where there's a lot of intense fighting and stabbing, but instead it's just like slap boxing and goofy stuff and falling over. I'd like that yeah. reboot. LARPing? <laughs> yeah, larping. I'd like to see the larping Robin Hood. Okay, like so larp or like larping Spartacus. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. larping Spartacus. Oh, you guys should watch the quest. <laughs> Oh yeah, uh, I the do reality the show is the best. I haven't seen it yet, but I want to see it. It's so fun. I uh, just thinking about the. Sorry, I just got caught up in this battle thing. I think the worst thing in the world would be wearing chainmail and being wet at the same time. That seems like yeah. the worst, yeah. right? Yeah, I don't yeah. like chafing forever. Oh, I don't forever. like wet underwear. Yeah, you know? so like I can't or imagine socks, like chainmail socks. Oh. When it rains yeah. and my feet stay wet all day, oh, so I can't imagine if there were chainmail socks. That would just be the. <laughs> it's rusting and it hurts. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the one time you don't wear it, that's the time you get shot in the foot. So that's that's <laughs> yeah. also. Our, I, I, don't I think I think getting shot with an arrow through the neck while you're in that battle is probably just a welcome relief to having the. <laughs> oh, thank God, the socks are really annoying me. <laughs> That's why when Mark Strong got shot through the neck as he was fleeing the battle, he, was like, he just started laughing. He was like, "Thank God, my miserable life is over." Yeah, <laughs> finally. Like, what I'm also learning. Hurts. Yeah, what I'm also learning from this conversation is that like computers and the internet and knowledge work has turned us all into just like horrific uh, cowards, and that yeah. you know these people who like wore chainmail and like got wet at the same time were like impossibly tough yeah totally to okay about like and, and yeah just yeah. the cook was totally okay killing a king in the neck like <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was a cook. he didn't right. just drop the bow and start shaking and like yeah 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 i feel like i'm yeah, i mean i'm fine with that you're right that's changed <laughs> not for the worse probably yeah and then yeah. we I just also liked the very similitude of the chainmail in this movie because they had the sexy chainmail removal scene i love right, that. right yeah and... it's like his spanks where robin doesn't know how to remove chainmail like he, by well, himself, so he has Marion help him. Yeah, it's too yeah. heavy for one person, but it's also way too heavy for her. Right. So it's like what would be totally like sexed up in other movies is actually just like two middle-aged people not knowing how to lift things, which I was entertained by. <laughs> that was pretty fun. Use your le- oh, use your legs. Use your legs. Robin Hood yeah. unzip me. An entire <laughs> sequel. Mm. Yeah. I, would, I, I was. It was a fun spin. I, I. I like. I like more women undressing dudes and then not doing anything with them. I want. Yeah. I want more. That's. That's. <laughs> let's have more of that in the future. Yeah. They really brought the gri- gritty realism of unsexiness. It's the weirdest idea. Why are you saying that? <laughs> it's. It's. It's the. It's the lighter and 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 crazy and like lighter and campier. You know. It's a very specific fetish. I think it has its place on the internet. <laughs> just. You just. You. The women undress the the men and then they they hang out with dogs. Yeah, and then the those dogs go, meet other dogs. They just, dog. just wrestle a dog. That's what they do. Yeah, just wrestle a dog. It, it helps yeah, the dogs a lot. Yeah, this is one of the few movies where... So they're pretending to be married, right? Kate Blanchett and uh, and Russell Crowe. But then she makes him sleep on the floor with the dog. And there's never the, hey, maybe after a little while, once we get friendly, come on up to the bed sort of deal. They just completely stay separate the whole time. Yeah. And then they make yeah, out... that surprised me, too. 
and turned yeah. Ezra on. Who'd have thought? I mean, everyone yeah. has no nothing, guys. Nothing. No. All right. <laughs> Ezra's tumescent glow comes from yeah, restrained, uh, restrained. I respect. thought it was very respectful, and I enjoyed it. <laughs> the following behind-the-scenes look at Read It and Weep was brought to you by AudiblePodcast.com/slash/ReadItAndWeep. Get a free audiobook of your choice and support our show by going to that address. Well. That's all, you guys. All packed. I'm out of here. Not this again. You're leaving, Alex? Yep. I'm quitting the podcast to live a life of crime, robbing from the rich and giving to the poor. (laughs) Okay, Alex. I mean, dude, you threatened to quit the show three weeks in a row now. We don't really believe you. And this bag you've packed to live a life of crime, it's just a hooded sweatshirt, a notebook you've labeled Crime Diary, and a set of safety darts. I wanted to be an archer criminal, but my parents never let me play with sharp things. Also, you're the one writing these ads. Are you secretly thinking about quitting? Actually, you're you're right, Chris. That's it. I'm all packed. I'm quitting the podcast to write ads full-time. This bag just has a scrap of paper that says... Always pretend to quit. A picture of Mad Men's John Hamm and a flashlight. You can't... Well, that's just, uh, uh, I'm quitting to pack bags full time. This one just has a smaller bag in it, an original Game Boy preloaded with a copy of Tetris, and a picture of Super Bowl MVP Aaron Rodgers. Legendary Packer? Huh? No. I'm quitting Listen, to... Alex. If you really want to quit, maybe you should just get a copy of How to Quit Your Day Job and Live Out Your Dreams by Kenneth Atchity. I can't. I spent all my money on bags of three comical things. Those were real bags? I was just reading the script, man. I believe in realism. It's fine that you're poor, buddy. You can get the book How to Quit Your Day Job free by going to audiblepodcast.com slash read it and weep. It's probably not great, judging by the font and the cheesy stock art cover. Yeah, the businessman is really excited about jumping. <laughs> yes, he is. And with Audible, you can get an audiobook of your choice, even this one, which looks pretty bad, admittedly. And you support your favorite podcast. Huh. So you actually make money on doing that. And you keep the book and support our show, even if you cancel, before it charges you anything. And Audible is easy to take with you anywhere, even in a bag. All right, thanks, guys. I unquit. Great. <laughs> we'll have a tribunal and decide if we want to hire you back. Wait. What? Go to audiblepodcast.com slash read it and weep and you can get a free audiobook of your choice, even one that'll make you want to quit your day job. I miss Space Shark, you guys. Remember when these ads were about Space Shark instead of you, Alex? I do remember that. Maybe Space Shark will quit something next week. Pack your chum bags. He's coming back! That's it. I quit. I'm moving on. The other night we had the date and you showed up to our... This was suggested by Nathan from Durham, and this is the idea is uh, No Retreat No Surrender is named after the movie of the same name, in which the neighbor character is way more interesting than the main character. So anytime we see a movie, we might like the side characters better. We talk about who we would like to follow, and we wish the movie was actually about. Ezra has picked Chef yeah. Chef Kingslayer. Yeah, who's, who's um, you know, uh, being ratatouille yeah, he's being ratatouille around everywhere. Sure, and actually, it's just it's a it's a rat's like plan to destabilize the world government, right? Just all, right, so all that they can invade. The They're gonna kill every single king they can and give soup because they like soup. And the rats might want to figure this out that uh, when you just kill a king, long live another king. That's just how. It right. Works. Yeah. It's really uh, three more take their place. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's more and more. I don't think time. rats have a very sophisticated understanding of how. You know, of geopolitics. Works in England. Well, no, they really stop trying to right. destabilize geopolitics if they don't have a good understanding of it. 
Yeah. Well, they just know the king is something they want to kill. Yeah. <laughs> just mice hate kings. I, I mean, speaking of kings, I would be interested in more of the day-to-day of King John the Doucheheaded. I know he's uh, he's a bad guy and everything, and we just see him, like, throw fits. But, like, there's a lot of stuff to do as a king, right? Like, a lot of receiving of gifts and, mm-hmm. uh, and, and making pronouncements and... Uh, appearances at parties, and like, he's got a lot of work to do, and I'm just kind of curious what he's like when he's not throwing a, a tantrum on the battlefield. Yeah, he's got a lot of Breaking Bad DVR. Yeah, he's got to catch up. Yeah, uh, sleep with a French girl. He heard yeah. about the ending, but he doesn't He doesn't care. He's going to keep watching. Yeah, he wants to see what leads up to it, because it's about the journey. It is. It's Who cares about spoiler alerts? That's what yeah. King John says. He's telling all his friends at parties, it doesn't matter what happens, he wants to know how it happens. Yeah, yeah. that's starting to sound like a douche again, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, at least he's got so much Breaking Bad to look forward to. <laughs> Meanwhile, are you watching Breaking Bad? Is that what's going no, on? I, I'm not interested. We talked about okay. this uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I, I like it, can't watch it. I get that. Yeah. I have a no retreat, no surrender. Yeah? What is yeah. it? That white horse that's always running around in slow motion. What's his deal? <laughs> well, I, well, I know where he ends horse, up. It's I have the a... king's horse that symbolically tears around in symbolic, heavily symbolic slow motion at the beginning of the movie, and Robin of Not Loxley catches it, and hence yeah. our plot. Yeah, and uh, uh, I, I gotta tell you, I think I know who that is. It's War Horse, the horse that went to war. Whoa, Joey! <laughs> yeah. I Whoa. thought it was Winter's Tail Horse. Whoa. Yeah, or it's Winter's Tail oh, Horse. Right. Or it's James Baxter, and he just rides around on a beach ball saying his name. Can, what? I, mean, I don't know about that. I don't get that yeah, at all. But I'm interested. Yeah. I like all right, never mind. Um, I want to see, we didn't see them, but either the locks or, uh, I guess, yeah, just the locks for which the locksleys are named, you know, the smoked salmon, or possibly like the... The lock makers, maybe. If that's oh, also what the yeah, locks are good, good at. point. Right, because like Robin Hood was just named that way because he either made hoods or wore a hood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. show me the locks. I never saw any of those. No hoods. Not enough hoods. Yeah, I just see like a cheesy uh, used lock salesman uh, in Locksley saying, you know, like used lock. No one's. No one will be robbing you with these Locksley. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, no one can beat our Robin prices. Hood. That's right. But we will die of Colorado City. <laughs> yeah. Also, if you've got a cure for plague, let me know. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> I, I want to yeah. say, I mean, my, my first choice, even above uh, Chef That Kills the King, because I forgot that it was a chef that killed the king, because it was like two and a half hours ago. Uh, oh, God. So I want to see everything about the Honey Fryer. I want to know. Yeah, yeah he's mine as well. How, did he go to B Divinity School? Yeah, he describes himself as not churchy, and I want to know how is that possible in the Dark Ages? Well, in right? in the dark in the Dark and Middle Ages, you know, not only was like there was the church part, but that's where you went. Uh, like those were the people who read and wrote. It was only like friars, it was only priests. So if you were like a really booky person, you'd also join. You'd join the core, you know. Oh, so you think yeah, he but was he like only seemed like a B person. Well, they were also brewers. <laughs> he didn't really I mean, read or also... write so much as he just made uh, bees happy. If you want to do anything, yeah. but like you know, shoot people with arrows, you pretty much have to be a friar. Yeah, and Friar Tuck was great. He he got everybody drunk and he helped out, and uh, he was a really fun dude. I thought he was so yeah. fun. Yeah, uh, he was into some light crime as long as it benefited mm-hmm. people. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like it. A, a little light crime. I, w- I would have followed more of the adventures of Proportional John as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Proportional John's pretty good. Uh, anyone but Robin, really. Everyone but Robin. I really don't That's, care. I'm, I'm voting for anybody but Robin also. 
Yeah, I'd even follow like sad oyster eating Prince Philip. Okay, no, yeah, that, that oyster. No. I follow the oyster. Too. No. Yeah. Okay, everyone is already worried about getting all kinds of diseases. You don't just eat <laughs> blood oysters. Yeah, so dude accidentally stabs himself while shucking oysters, and his hand bleeds into the oyster, oh, and yes. then he makes Soon a dude bleeds. eat it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's a prince, and so the other guy like, okay, but bleeding under these are French people. They're supposed to know great food. Oh, you need salt. Was like, I'm sorry. We were just like, I'm sorry, did you taste this blood oyster? It was like, well, I tasted all the elements separately, but not together. It's like, well. <laughs> yeah, Tom just shows up and is like, what are you doing? Yeah, what is? What? Uh, what's your plan? He's like, well, I got this oyster. I'm going to plan on bleeding it. He's like, oh, okay. He's he's like, oh, have you thought about not bleeding in it? <laughs> yeah, do you have, I, I don't, like, don't want to, like, yeah, I don't want to let Tom get in my head. I know he's second guessing me, but I, just, I have a vision <laughs> yeah, that's for right. blood oysters. There's always the second guessing. Or if it's on chopped, they're like, you contaminated your oyster. Uh, we've never seen anything so contaminated. <laughs> We're just really believing in you as a chef, and you have to go now and quit your job. <laughs> Did they do that? Uh, I've also... seen a couple times on Chopped where there's been the most dramatic reveal of someone's like paper cut I've oh. ever seen. Oh wow! But it's like also you left out two basket ingredients on this yeah. oyster. <laughs> but also this show is done. <laughs> <laughs> So let's do the second half of our compliment sandwich now. We're going to go in reverse order, which means, Chris, you are up. What is your minor compliment for My minor compliment Robin is Hood. that uh, the battle and the warfare completely followed uh, Advanced Dungeons & Dragons rules, which oh. made me very happy. Um, so Friar Tuck is a cleric and was not using any bladed weapons. He used oh, only wow. his blunt staff, and, and, and his he bees. knocked people out. Yeah. Uh, and his bees, of course, uh, which, which is a bee. He cast a, a 2D what, bees? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think they take two rounds to set up, but then, um, you know, there's an area effect of just, yeah. oh my god, fucking bees. Yeah, I have the area effect of, I, like, <laughs> FB. Plus one yeah. bees. Yeah. So uh, I really enjoyed that about Friar Tuck. I, I love that the, the water, like, like beach landing was basically saving Private Ryan, if I understood, with arrows. Yeah. There was a lot of movie trying to be like lot, uh, other movies, and... Yeah, it was bad. I what I liked about the beach landing was that the French people were like, "Oh wait, they're actually here. Never mind." Yeah, that was oh man, that was the craziest thing about that. It's like I can't imagine like like navigation being what it was that like those guys would have actually tried to get to a place on a certain time and actually ended up there. Well, um, they like, said the, he said when they were coming two days, it wasn't like seven p.m. Yeah, but they ended up where they wanted to be, and they didn't like die in the water, like you know, like lost forever. Well, that's true. Yeah. I mean, we we didn't see all of them. Presumably, most of them died in the water. Water is scary. <laughs> Even back then. Yeah, and during those days. Oh man. yeah, yeah, yeah there'd be monsters. Yeah, and and waves doesn't work in the channel. Waves does though. <laughs> Great. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I'm gonna say no. Uh, okay, so my minor compliment is that the the this is a thing that is cool to me is that the filmmakers. Uh, actually did shoot some of the forest in actual Sherwood Forest. Pretty good job. Hmm. Commitment to realism. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and good job, English people, not changing the name of your forests of legend. Or, like, anything. Yeah. Good yeah. job just picking a name and sticking with it. 
Also, bonus compliment to the English for like stabbing each other in some really beautiful places through the course of this movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice. Like the armpit. Yeah, like no, underrated no. armpits. No, really great armpits. No, like the like that like the Saving Private Ryan battle on the uh, cliffs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really nice looking. Also, bonus compliment for the writers of this movie. I just want to do three quickly. Uh, is to the writers of this original movie. They wrote a spec script and got over a million dollars for it. Huh. Whoa! Yeah. Can't hate that. Yeah. The spec script was like supposed to be called, I think, like like Nottingham or something. It's supposed to be about the sheriff of Nottingham yep. not being a bad dude. Yep. That apparently has nothing to do with the final movie. But uh, did not. Yeah. Well, yeah. But they got a million dollars. Yeah. And they got to see the dream butchered. So you know, fair <laughs> trades. Hooray! Win-win. Win-win. I'll butcher. For the record, I will butcher any of my dreams for a million dollars. Wait, no, 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 no. I'll butcher Chris. your dream for only seven fifty. Oh, a bidding war. I'm in. <laughs> I would be happy to butcher anybody's dream if the price was right. Here's the thing, Chris. Here's what will happen. Dreams, no, it, look, Chris, your dream will get butchered, but like not in the way you want it to be butchered. <laughs> that's, the, that's the rules of it. So your dream to have your dream butchered is being butchered? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chris, you shouldn't Which have dreamed. Which is fine. I, I mean, I shouldn't have dreamed, yes, but I'm a million dollars richer in this scenario. Sure, so okay. That's true. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how it. they're doing, but I'm guessing that like a million dollars and uh, co-writing credit on a movie that made $350 million is not the worst thing that happened. Well, but on a $200 million budget. So, like, you know, it's not, like, with advertising, it's actually not doing that well. Oh, For yeah. Reals. I always forget For about advertising. Yeah. Um, I, I can go next. Please so do. You're like up a, next. Uh, Oh, well, great. That works out nicely. Uh, so there, there is a, a movie trope uh, and a book uh, called the same thing called Save the Cat, basically, where it's like the first like five to ten minutes. Uh, the hero is supposed to do something sympathetic, like, for example, saving a cat, uh-huh. um, mm-hmm. in which case it was Save the Jimmy, uh, which is a great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A great, uh, a great, like, I guess, twist on it, you know. Have him not be a cat, just have him be a Jimmy instead. Um, and I love the kid's kind of like an ellipses, where it's like, Save the Jimmy. Uh, or don't. In which case, the second time trying to save Jimmy, totally couldn't do it. He's just got like one Jimmy save per movie, and the second time Jimmy gets, I think, like dragged to death by horses. Which yeah, he gets strangled. <laughs> yeah, which is kind of a more kind of neck drop business. the ball on that one. But um, Wait, yeah, doesn't he also rec- save a sheep? Oh yeah, save the ram. Yeah. Yep. He saved a ram. Also, uh, oddly enough, the second time around, that ram got dragged by the neck behind a bunch of horses. It was real sad. Oh, God. <laughs> a ram's name was also Jimmy. You only saved everything once. With all my power, I can't save Jimmy more than once. <laughs> all right, Sarah, what's your minor compliment? Uh, we've touched on this already, but I I really enjoyed Normcore Marion in this. Um, yeah. I thought Kate yeah. Blanchett was great, like a lot better than the material deserved uh but i i liked seeing marion just being like the lady in charge of the town and you know worrying about where to plant the seeds and how are people are going to get fed yeah, yeah. Not worrying about flouncing around in those flouncy dresses right she wasn't yeah. playing badminton with lady cluck once no no i did miss lady cluck i don't of know course. why they didn't have a lady cluck yeah lady cluck was the ram waiting whose weird really bosoms like will catch badminton. the badminton yeah yeah. <laughs> the shuttlecock, excuse me. The shuttlecock between the books. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, she was kind of normcore, wasn't she? She for was. The day. Yeah. Did this, um, like, did the, I guess, the life expectancy take into account all the stabbings in addition to the, the infant uh, mortality rate? I'm sure it did. Yeah, that yeah. had to have skewed the rate. Definitely. Yeah, a lot of stabbings. Also, Why are I mean. All the kids in the woods. 
Oh yeah, yeah there was a weird side. <laughs> Another side. Oh, by the way, we mentioned there's a bunch of kids in the woods. The end. Yeah. Oh, God. It was it, what they are sort of also merry men, I guess. It was the only time where people were having fun in the woods, and it was orphans. I can't <laughs> keep track of this. Yeah, I'm oh. sorry. Yeah, and eventually that. the boys joined the big battle at the end and totally, like, emaciated, starving boys fought capably against, like, well-nourished professional soldiers. Yep. And there was no explanation no for why they were doing that well. Yeah, with no armor. Yeah, with no yeah armor. the boys had no armor and were riding, like, Shetland ponies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they found cute proportionate horses. <laughs> that, you gotta give them some credit there. That was pretty yeah. solid. I know, it doesn't that exactly help in war, though, you know? War uh, pony. <laughs> the pony that went to war. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, that is it for our show. Thanks for yeah, joining yeah. us. Uh, thanks for being here. We're going to talk uh, back again next week. Next week we're talking about the 1989 film Short Circuit. Oh, boy. Uh, it's about uh, Wally going to war, I think. War Wally. Yeah. The Wally. Wally that went to war. <laughs> <laughs> I love that none of us can resist saying that once it's that's brought so good. up. Like, Whoa. It's a fun thing to say. It, and also, I just like that voice, which you don't use for anything else. Whoa. So it's a funny way to talk. <laughs> Great. Uh, this was sponsored by Dave from Santa Rosa, who says Ooh. that he rewatches Short Circuit every year and the sequels. So, uh, it's good enough for Dave's every year. It's good enough for us. Have you guys seen Short Circuit before? When I was yes. very young. When I was I very, very young. I remember feeling sad, but liking it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, we're, we've got that on our horizon. I have not seen it. I'm looking forward to it. The robot does look an awful lot like Wally. That's the only thing I know so far. And, judging by the cover, he gets hit by lightning. So, maybe that's a spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which is not great for your circuits. No, I would imagine it makes them it gets shorter. Short yeah. Yeah? <laughs> it just makes them fast connection? Mm. I don't actually know how electronics work. Uh, anyway, so that's next week. Thank you so much, uh, Dave and Santa Rosa, for sponsoring. And thank you guys for signing up for the mailing list. If you want to sponsor an episode, that's the only way to do it. Read-weep.com. And you sign up on their mailing list there. You can also find us on Facebook.com slash weep and Twitter read underscore weep both good we have some great twitter conversations don't we chris yeah absolutely some really we've got some good connections on the twitter we've got some really yeah that and the facebook frankly yeah um good stuff. i love our fans um yeah, yeah they're wonderful fun. so keep keep a chatting we like the chatting and uh, uh it's uh we're doing our best to respond as quickly as we can and be, be in touch right it's fun it's been good okay. also facebook makes it easier now for us to post as ourselves or as the page so Expect it to be less confusing. Who's talking? Yeah. Coming up in a little while. Boom. Good selling point. Uh, so, thanks, Nathan. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> you can follow... Uh, yeah, thanks, Nathan, for sponsoring this episode. I was going to do that next. Yeah, thanks, Nathan. I hope we solved the mystery for you. Really, Ezra did it in the first minute, so we were just cruising after that. But Yeah, yeah. let's knock it out quick. Also, I didn't Case hate closed. the movie. I kind of enjoyed it while it was happening. It's a little convoluted, really? but it was kind yeah. of nice. I mean, it's it was not, not the worst, worst movie I've ever seen. Uh, Rotten okay. Tomatoes said 43%, and I was like, that's a very... Yeah, that's how I felt. It's about right. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. I felt, yeah, it's not, it's not a 0% movie, and it's not a, a passing grade. It's just fine. Uh, 
Thank you for doing that. Chris, thank you for being here. I see Walter Smith on Twitter. Of course. And Happy thanks to be for here. being here, Ezra Fox. Of course. And thanks for being here, Sarah Hathaway. At Sarah Hathaway. And in Meridian at IO Chicago. Yes, thank you for having me. And if you want to come see my improv team, we are at IO Chicago's beautiful brand new theater space every Thursday night at 8.30. Is it still Sweet. in this douchey neighborhood? No, it is an up-and-coming neighborhood on the north side, next to some strip clubs. Ooh. Hey. I would rather strip clubs than baseball fans, it turns out. Yeah. The theater is gorgeous, though. If you're in Chicago, come see it. Definitely, you should go see that. And I look forward to being back in Chicago so I can see it. Uh, thanks, Sarah. Nathan uh, uh, thought you would be great for this, and we agreed. Thank you, Nathan. I had a fun time watching this. Yeah, this is a good assignment. You get so bad, so many bad ones. I know. This one was actually pretty fun. Yeah. I, the ankle flesh was a nice amount of flesh for me, as it turned out. <laughs> 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 awesome. All right, we'll be back again next week. We'll talk to everybody then. Bye. I'm a lolly, lolly, golly, what a day. You gotta bring me something to